Valentine's Day, it's alright. Cause I'm here with you, it's out of sight. Mike Staley Podcast. FF episode 2020. Mike's Daily Podcast. 2203, 2203. My name is Mike. Can't you see? That I am here and I am rhyming It's so clear I can talk to you Through my podcast viewfinder That didn't make any sense It's a reminder, I'm not a rapper But I am a singer Sometimes at the beginning of the show Called Mike's Daily Podcast And today we're going to have some guests stop by Because we're at Cafe Anyway Somewhere in Podcastro Valley Turn today Mike's Daily Daily Podcast. Podcast. 2,203. Yeah. So, hey, here's what I learned at the beginning of the, what do you call it, President's Day weekend, that um, people aren't using their brains. Yeah, people are kind of stupid before Valentine's Day and before President's Day weekend. This is what I found out. Why did I find that out? Oh, because I was having a nice, comfortable Friday. And all of a sudden, everybody, one by one, all my coworkers started losing their brains. Because they're like, oh, I'm almost on Valentine's Day, President's Day weekend. I want to get all my stuff done and leave. But then they do their stuff, quote unquote, and they don't do it right. So then I have to correct it. And thusly... My weekend does not start to... Well, you know what? It finally started a couple minutes ago, to be quite frank with you. Even though it is Saturday, about 6.33 right now, it finally started for me. Because people are a little too anxious to start their weekend. And that leaves work for Mike Matthews. And that ain't nice And that ain't cool And you know what? I'm gonna talk about it on my podcast Because the name of the show is Mike's Daily Podcast And here's today's podcast picture So I, I'm talking about it right now Testifying That is why I'm so angry and upset I think I deserve A little respect My buddy And have some people Do their job and do it correctly. That's all I'm saying on this microphone right here in town. I don't know what that was exactly. If that was some kind of like old preacher man or something or what. But the podcast picture today is of myself wishing you a happy Valentine's Day. And hopefully you've done all your work at your station or wherever you work at. And, and Basil won't be mad at you. That's right, Basil. I'm so mad. The late great Basil the Boxer Because Mike Had to do other people's work As well as his own work Think about that So you have your own job And you do it But then other people Don't do their job So you have to do their work But you make the same pay Let's say that again, shall we? Because some people can't hear very well And Mike's on his soapbox And it's got a bunch of soap inside of it And he's going to use that later to wash himself And get all this anger off of him And clean himself With the soap So, here's once again 
You're on top of the soapbox And you say To your fellow workers Who don't do their job And you have to do their job for them Thank you Thank you for making my President's Day weekend stink My Valentine's Day weekend stink I haven't had time To get my lovely lady friend Her Valentine's Day card Her Valentine's card Because of this Urgh. Real world my friend Real world problems MTV's Real World is returning With the New York reunion special Yes Because you wanted that to happen Didn't you I, do, I don't remember that one Was that the first one The Real World New York Is the first season of the reality show Oh that changed the world didn't it Reality shows like that All came from there And then we get the Kardashians and all that Dan Levy Eugene Levy's son The star and creator of Co-creator of the uh, What do you call it Schmidt's Creek He left For Regina King Oh the next Saturday Night Live host Regina King Yes he left a note for her Do you know that happened to me I did that um, not that I have ever been on Saturday Night Live Or will ever be on Saturday Night Live Because Saturday Night Live looks at Mike Matthews and goes Huh? So what happened was I was working in Alabama Into Alabama as a program director Probably also doing other people's Oh that, that's right In my life I have learned a couple of things To avoid certain people with certain names Yes, painting with a broad brushstroke is fun I know There are a couple of names you want to avoid in your life Or just pay special attention to people with these names Because often I have found They cause your life to be, oh, a little bit more difficult As I have mentioned before You want to avoid people Or at least be very wary and leery of people with the first name Todd There's two more names you need to be careful of Ready? The second name is easy to remember Because it's one of the only names That starts with the last letter of the alphabet I say the letter Z If you're in Canada you may say the letter Z But I'm talking about the word The name Zachary want to be a little careful and I say that with all the love in the world And I actually had a Zachary on this show a couple times So I say that meaningfully because there are Zacharys that make life interesting And then you want to lo- look out for And this has happened to me a couple times People with the name And this is with two A's Aaron Two A's Because one A isn't enough You got to have two now the, the female name Aaron with an E is fine But the male name Aaron And I guess that I'm calling it male I'm making it binary Maybe it's not who knows They they may disagree with me But yes And I say that because I employed as a manager I worked with and employed And hired actually Two guys by the name of Aaron and both of those did not end Let's just say the way I would have preferred Those working relationships Just just keep that in mind In general I know it's a bread br- brush stroke 
And if you agree or disagree, I'd love to hear from you. 336-MM-DAILY. That's 3 plus 3 equals 6MM as in Mike Matthews Daily as in what this podcast has been now for a couple days. Hey, we're outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcaster Valley 10. So I left a note for somebody in Alabama when I lived there. That's where I worked with a Todd, by the way. And I was let go unceremoniously by the company I worked for. So... I had an office I had a desk At this job They allowed me To Take a uh, External hard drive With a lot of memory And I was able to put They they were very nice Because I was a great employee That's why They trusted me I'm, I'm a great employee And they said Yeah Mike go ahead I know you, we, we know you did a bunch of production That may get you another job in radio elsewhere So go ahead and grab So I got all that production All those MP3s of different What we call promos and commercials and other things I put that on the uh, external hard drive But just before I left I wrote a little note on a little post-it And I said uh, I forget what I wrote on the note Something like Watch your back <laughs> Not your back But watch, watch out This company May let you go Under strange circumstances Like they did me And I took the post-it And I stuck it up But I wrote it I didn't write it that ominously But I wrote something like that Just very Kind of In case of anybody that saw it I don't know if the guy ever saw it Who took my job But I stuck the post-it upside down In the back of the top drawer and I wonder if he ever saw it But that guy ended up I think he, he lasted there longer Maybe two years Or three But That's probably because he was a good old boy Good old boy. He was from that area And they liked him They knew him from before Oh we're gonna bring Bubba back Cause everybody's named Bubba in Alabama I found out And my name is now Alabama Bubba because I was in Alabama for all of two years And that's how long you need to be there In order to get that name But anyway The Schmitz Creek star Dan Levy He left a note for Regina King Who is going to be on this week And he said Regina you got this much love Dan And Regina King responded Ah oh, you're the best at Insta Dan J Levy You crushed it Hashtag SNL Wow That was a long way to go with that Well All I'm saying is that sometimes people uh, Leave each other notes Okay What is your favorite Indoor activity? (laughs) This question was asked to people Who shop at Costco And let's say Practicing my drums and marimba Was one of them I've been playing for 55 years Teaching for 35 Another person said My favorite home activity is inactivity Uh, Another one Somebody said Practicing a social distancing game With my cat She's winning Okay From a poll conducted by Online entertainment site Nerdbear.com Some insights into how people Are occupying themselves During the coronavirus outbreak The top three most popular hobbies As someone is texting me Maybe texting is one of them Are Watching TV and movies Reading and working out Those are the top three The 
three Lee Star. Learning a good heavens. Stop. You know what? If you're texting me during my podcast, you get to be ignored. I just turned off my phone. That's annoying. The three least popular hobbies are learning a language, learning an instrument, and writing. Uh, the interest in home workouts is five times more popular than it was the same time last year. And communication is up. 28% of respondents say they are talking to friends and family more since the coronavirus. During the Great Depression, families enjoyed new board games such as Monopoly and Scrabble. They were first sold during the 1930s. There you go. All right. One other thing I would like to say about where you work and your workplace and your workflow, as some people call it these days, to be all hip and whatnot, is beware of this. Okay, so this guy is named E. Arthur Self, Ph.D., and he wrote this book, Good Success, Learning Good Lessons from Bad Leaders. And one of the things he talks about is he says, Although I was raised the son of a Christian minister and should have known sooner, it took a while to discover that the Ten Commandments make a great deal of sense from a human relations, business, and leadership point of view. Ten Commandments, do you remember that? Moses brought them down from God. I must confess that the commandment I least understood was number 10. Thou shalt not covet. It really didn't seem to fit among the others about loving God, not murdering, not being a false witness against your neighbor. It now makes a lot of sense and in some small ways is similar to commandment number eight, thou shalt not steal. Covetness is defined as a condition of the heart that causes one to desire and to take action to possess that which is rightfully owned by another. I began to recognize and understand covetness after gaining experience in complex business and educational organizations. Coveting soon became evident because it was so corrosive to smooth operations and productive relationships. Covetness, covetousness, excuse me, covetousness is a tactic frequently used by bad leaders to compensate for their miscalculations and lack of attentiveness to internal trends. Covetousness can become a standard procedure and a destructive organizational, organizational way of life. It is not a practice upon which one should build a career and reputation. Yes. So think about that. Let's say you're at a job and you're like, I want his job. I want his job. I want to be who he is. You know what might happen is you don't keep an eye on your own job and not... You don't do, you're so busy looking at somebody else's paper, at somebody else's page to cheat and to get ahead that you don't see your own page and you don't see the, what is it, the big old log in your own eye? Boy, I'm getting all biblical today. Uh, covetousness is a sure sign of an undisciplined leader who will search within the organization for resources allocated to others and attempt to make them their own bad leaders hope that capturing the resources of other persons or groups will make their staff better their budget bigger their workload lighter and their status more secure watch out for the covetous folks they'll steal you blind and show no remorse in doing so no resource is off limits to them 
These type of unscrupulous people have designs on and plans for they don't care about the extra work or the organizational dislocation they cause to others if they are allowed to desire, then take, and finally control. I have encountered, says this writer, many bad people who, although they would not admit it when challenged, providing strong evidence of coveting, and in this case, he says, my budgets, my personnel, and the ideas, initiatives of my teams. These leaders don't plan or spend their resources wisely. They, also, they always make an argument for more. They don't go through all the hassles of finding their own personnel. Rather, they are likely to poach the ones that others have recruited, hired, trained, and acclimated. But bad leaders are unwilling to pay the price and go through the difficult processes that good leaders go through to manage well. Yes, so people taking the easy way And that's not the way Okay Just thought I'd mention that Beware of people like that The people who might have May or may not have names that I mentioned earlier Hey, look who's outside of the cafe anyway Somewhere in Podcast Valleyton That don't have the names I mentioned earlier Hello, Michael Marshall It's Madame Ruth the Big Owens Are you having a great Valentine's Day? Oh No, that's tomorrow Oh are you going to celebrate Valentine's Day? Yes. Do you have a boyfriend? Yes. Is his name Adam Levine? No. Okay. Just checking. Look who else is here. Hello, dear Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, my name kind of sounds like Valentine's Day in that my name is Valentino Day. Yeah, Valentino. Do you know that? That is pretty interesting Hey, you know what? So, on Valentine's Day, have fun Do something nice for the one that you love And, you know Don't spend a lot of money What, Mike? What? You cheap guy? No, seriously We spend money on crazy things There's a good financial type person that I know who says very Every Valentine's Day He says this He says Be careful because you spend a lot of money On Valentine's Day On things that are just going to die Roses are just going to die Whereas maybe you should spend the money On something that's a little more helpful Something that will That will improve your lives I know that doesn't sound romantic at all But that's what he says And if you can find a happy medium between what he says and what I'm saying, which is, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying just uh, have a good Valentine's Day and listen to me on the radio. I am going to have a music show on, and there's a link to where to listen to the show. It'll be on from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. here in Pacific Coast time. Links at mikesdailypodcast.com. Well, that's pretty much going to be it for the show. I guess I could have talked about. Some stuff that I had saved That I guess I didn't have time to I guess we we, we talked about that last show Um, yeah That What's this? Oh, Ted Alexandro said that Saturday Night Live Speaking of which we were talking about earlier Stole his joke So he asked for a million dollars He's a New York comedian who made a simple request in response to the show Zillow sketch, which was very similar to his 2019 bit. Perhaps you saw it with Dan Levy. 
And he wants a million bucks Okay That was the only other thing I wanted Next show it'll be the wonderful um, Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman And John Deere the Engineer And you can reach me Well, A-Frame will tell you the rest Here she is Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced And performed by Mike Matthews His podcast is super easy to find Download or listen to his show And read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com See you tomorrow. Bye!